0: We joined on the line by executive director at the Afro Middle East Center, I'm Jena. Naim good morning and welcome to The Weekend View. Good morning, Udo. Joe Biden speaks of completing Afghanistan. If if you are the withdrawing force out of Afghanistan, what role do you have to play in completing Afghanistan, as he says?
1: Well, this is the thing. I mean, they, they went in, they've been there for 20 years, uh, made a huge mess of the country. Um, and uh, and now are withdrawing in a kind of emergency situation. The story right now is really not about U.S. forces, and it's not about those Afghans who worked for the, for the United States that want to leave. I mean, that's, that's the American story. Oh. The story is that there are 2 million Afghan people who are refugees in neighboring countries, about uh, 400,000 displaced within the country, and 72% of Afghan of people live be, uh, below the poverty line uh, after 20 years of American occupation. Um, that is the real humanitarian crisis that, that we uh, we are talking about.
0: Just on that, and I, and I do want to end on the note of what window of opportunity the Taliban has here to show that, that actually self-determination is the way to go and the things that they need to do from that perspective. But the, the New York Times reported yesterday... Uh, that the IMF said it would block Afghanistan's access to $460 million in emergency reserves after pressure from South same Joe Biden. From that report, uh, aid of a further $12 billion over the next four years is potentially also at risk. So even if the Taliban could restore calm, allow people to leave if they want, not pursue a reign of reprisals against people who worked with the West, and gave Afghanistan a leadership that Afghanis did not feel compelled to march against on the streets— Would the West be in favour of unblocking unblocking any of those funds if the Taliban were to remain in charge?
1: Uh, Yes, I think they will. Um, I think they will. I think that there are certain conditions that are expected by the IMF, etc., for the Taliban to adhere to. I mean, uh, this is just normal. I'm I'm not talking about structural Mm. structural adjustment, etc., that might be problematic on other levels. But um, the Taliban desires international legitimacy. Um, Western countries are willing to give that uh, legitimacy uh, if they feel that certain conditions are met. But also let's remember that apart from the Western countries, um, China, um, Russia, Iran, Pakistan have already recognized the mm. Taliban uh, as the government of Iran. Um, they will continue to deal with – and they are dealing with the Taliban. The embassies remain open, et cetera. So legitimacy is not just about the United States and, and, uh, and, and NATO countries. Uh, it's broader than that. But certainly the IMF uh, uh, loans and um, uh, uh, millions of dollars that are stored in American banks that the U.S. has now frozen uh, to, to Afghanistan. Uh, those are important, and those will become accessible okay. if the Taliban, um, as you say, if they don't uh, have reprisals, if they uh, fulfill certain human rights uh, obligations, etc.
0: What is your assessment, just a couple of days after the uh, capital uh, was taken by, uh, by the Taliban, what is your assessment of... Those reprisals, the the conditions that they need to meet in in terms of, of what is happening on the ground.
1: So it's it's less than a week since they took Kabul. The Taliban leadership have made certain uh, promises and given certain guarantees around the uh, reprisals, around uh, saying that there won't be any, um, around forming an inclusive government. They're still in talks with people like Hamid Karzai, Abdullah Abdullah, two former presidents, um, around issues of women's education, persecution of uh, uh, religious minorities. They've made a number of those kinds of uh, promises. At the leadership level, it seems that they're trying hard to stick to that. Um, I mean, yesterday was very – the day before yesterday – very important uh, religious commemoration for the Shia community, Mm. who in the past has been persecuted by by the Taliban, but this time around some of the leaders went to attend it. However, on the ground – Um, remember you're talking about a country of um, 35 to 40 million people on the ground uh, local commanders um, there are stories of uh, some attacks against journalists here or there some uh, reprisals against people that belong to the former army etc so I think that those things would need to be reined in but if we expect that there won't be any violations on the ground I think that would be expecting a bit much
0: we go. Our name Jena, Executive Director at the Afro Middle East Centre. Thank you very much for your time here on The Weekend View.